everyone. Welcome to the Beauty and Behavior Podcast. I'm your host, Diane Sorensen, mother, grandmother, former teacher, and currently supporting parents who want to understand their children's behavior at a deeper level. This is where we talk about changing our perception and limiting beliefs around behavior to a more conscious approach to understanding ourselves, each other, and our most vulnerable population, our children. I share my self-discovery journey and what I've learned along the way and what I'm currently discovering as I continue evolving on this journey. My hope is that as we become more conscious of how we show up for ourselves, our children, and others, that we'll discover the beauty that lies within us all. So I hope you enjoy today's show. Why can't they just be happy? Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Before we get into that topic today, because that's what we're talking about today, I have a few quick reminders. So today is the last day of the bonus uh, to sign up for the Beauty and Behavior programs and receive the bon- the two bonuses, the uh one month free in the program and the free coaching session with style coach Katie Allen. So to receive both of those bonuses, you must be signed up for one of the uh, programs by midnight tonight. Now, I have partnered with Katie to extend the free coaching session uh, until after the Empowered Parenting Workshop. So the Empowered Parenting Workshop was originally going to be uh, this last Saturday, the 12th was that, or the 13th, Um, and there was a glitch. And so the Empowered Parenting Workshop is actually happening this Saturday, this coming Saturday, March Twentieth uh, at ten a.m. Central Time until eleven thirty a.m. Central Time. So the coaching set. So if you you can still sign up for the Beauty and Behavior programs after today, and you can still receive the free coaching session with Katie until after the workshop, Uh, but the one month free goes away after today. So get signed up for the workshop, uh, the Empowered Parenting Workshop happening this Saturday. If you are not able to join live, there is a replay if you register. So if you can't join live, register anyway and get the replay. If you do join live, there will be time. I'm, I'm setting time aside um, to answer questions. So if you join live, you will have an opportunity. Um, and I may, depending on how many people are there, I won't get to everybody, but you may have an opportunity to get some questions answered. All right, so let's dive into why can't they just be happy? So it just seems like, you know, they can never be happy, especially if you have more than one child, somebody is not happy, right? 
And we naturally want everybody to be happy, right? We don't want there to be upset and conflict and um, we just want things to be on an even keel. And there are different versions of saying that, you know, it's, it's, you know, I want everybody to have good feelings. I want everybody to be, have a positive attitude on this outing today so that we can have an enjoyable experience. Um, you know, whatever, however we word it, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's absolutely nothing wrong with saying any of those things. Uh, but here's the deal. This is about I want comfort, right? We're looking for to be comfortable. I feel uncomfortable when others are upset. And that's because we've learned through our societal conditioning that upset is bad, Upset means somehow I'm at fault and should fix this. And whether we're conscious of that or not, we learn from a young age that if we said something or did, or most of us anyway, if we said something or did something that upset others, then we were in trouble, right? We were at fault. We were to blame. And so we still have that... Um, subconscious belief there that if there's upset, something is wrong and we need to fix it. Because for many of us, upset equals somebody is at fault. Somebody deserves punishment. And we punish ourselves and the one that we perceive is causing the upset. We we punish ourselves because in some way, subconsciously, we think it's our fault that our children are, you know, in conflict or having upset. And so then we defend against that feeling of being at fault or wrong or inadequate as a parent, and we blame the child, the the one we perceive is causing the upset, because when we believe that we make our children behave when they are not behaving, we perceive that as I'm not doing my job adequately. And that thought and belief just, you know, causes us to lose our, to lose our shit, to lose our temper. And then, of course, then we feel guilty. And then that whole cycle just keeps cycling over. And, and so we get overwhelmed. And, and we do. It's just, why can't they just be happy? Um, and so here's the deal. We don't get to decide how others feel. And they have a right to their feelings. Our job is to guide them to manage uh, their feelings appropriately. And I think we get confused too about what it means to manage our feelings versus avoiding our feelings or stuffing them down or not having them. Because we've been conditioned really to stuff feelings. So we change the words, but not the action. So we, we change the words to manage your feelings, but oftentimes the action isn't changed. We're still 
trying to avoid the feelings. It's kind of the same with the consequences and punishment, which was um, a few episodes back that we often change the word, but we don't change the action. And the action is where the magic is. So to change our actions, we must see our feelings and thoughts in a different way. And becoming aware of them and knowing they are part of us, but they are not us. We are not our thoughts and we are not our feelings. So I am Diane and I'm having this thought. I am Diane and I feel, you know, blah, blah, blah. So when we become so attached to our thoughts and our feelings, we become them and we act them out. And most of the time we act all crazy because our thoughts uh, drive our feelings, which drive our actions. And so we are responsible for our own thoughts our own feelings, and our own actions, period. We don't get to decide how others should feel. They have a right to feel how they feel. And to learn how to manage emotion, they have to be able to be allowed to have them. And for us to learn how to manage emotion, we have to be allow ourselves to feel. And I think we get into this thing where we think we should know all of this by now because we're adults, I guess. But this isn't the way, this isn't the thinking of the, the way the world has been traditionally. Traditionally, we have the belief that I have to do things and say things and act in ways that make you feel okay. And then we also give the responsibility to others so that they act and say things in ways that make it okay for me. And when they don't, then we unleash on them. And we become all crazy because they haven't done things in the way we wanted them to. And we become defensive. And then they are, well, like I said, when they don't do, we become defensive. And when we become defensive, we blame, we find fault, and we believe that people are deserving of a certain way, a certain treatment which are the exact ways that we are telling our children not to act in the first place, right? So this gets really uh, confusing for, for kids and for us. So going back to, I don't get to choose how you feel. I get to choose how I feel keeps us in our own lane, and managing ourself rather than trying to manage other human beings. And yes, we offer them guidance. That's our job, to offer them guidance, to be the leaders of how one manages their emotions, 
rather than being the model for this is how you act out your emotions. And we end up not acting out our, I mean, we end up acting out our emotions, but not because we are lesser than or that we should be able to manage them by now. We end up acting them out because we did not have the experience. Most of us didn't have the experience of being able to feel our feelings. We were taught to stuff them down. Um, We were conditioned to avoid them. Again, upset was something to avoid. So we have to allow ourselves to feel what we're feeling. So when they're not happy, we need to check in with ourself. Um, how the, how am I feeling with this upset? And allow yourself to feel that feeling. I a few episodes back and I you know I didn't start numbering the episodes until just recently um cuz you know they're just taking messy action starting a podcast which you know I'd never done before. So um I didn't uh number them so I can't tell you what number it is but a few episodes back I did a, an episode on the stop method which is kind of about um, checking in with yourself. So you can go back and check that one out. Um, But for the sake of this podcast today is um, just being aware of that language. Um, When we say things to the effect of, um, I want everybody to feel a certain way. So, you know, that we will have a... uh, certain experience. Um, And what we can start teaching children and ourselves is we can have positive experiences and and have emotions because because emotions are our um, internal guidance system. Emotions tell, give us messages in order to guide us, to keep us safe, and to help us learn about our place in the world and how to navigate it. And so when we learn more about our emotions uh, and how to navigate them, we are allowing ourselves growth and learning and evolving. And we are helping our children in that as well. Because, like I said before, if we're not allowed to have feelings, then eventually we will act them out. And our children are the same. Or we we decide to give up how we're feeling and feel however it is that you say I should feel to keep the peace. And both ways are dangerous to relationships, to ourselves, and to society. And the reason it's dangerous is because it's discouraging. And discouragement leads to disconnection. And disconnection leads to dangerous behavior. 
because it's painful to be discouraged and to not feel connected. We as humans are wired for connections. So when we're disconnected, we are in pain and we're hurting and hurting people hurt people. So the question, why can't they just be happy? Turn that around and ask a different question. Turn that around and ask, how can I access happiness within me? And it doesn't have anything to do with anyone else. Because if, if I believe others make me happy, then I believe they also make me sad or angry or disappointed or frustrated. And if, if I believe that, then I don't have control over myself. And that leaves me feeling powerless. And so I will try to control others, which again then is discouraging. That leads to disconnecting and dangerous behavior. So happiness doesn't come from outside. It doesn't come from other people acting in certain ways or even having certain things. Happiness comes from within. And that's what we're really looking for, I think, is a, is a feeling. We're looking for comfort. So what, how do we want to feel? And take responsibility for that and hold others responsible for how they feel and hold them accountable for their actions. And we do that by setting clear boundaries and providing clarity. And I think that is one of the barriers to uh, allowing others to feel the way they feel. And we just want everybody to be happy because we have this fear of setting boundaries. Because when we believe that we are in charge of other people's upset, then we cannot set clear boundaries because we can't set a boundary and take care of their feelings. Because when we set a boundary, much of the time, the other person isn't going to like it. And so if we have more vested in making everybody happy or avoiding those upset feelings, then we're not going to have healthy boundaries which leads to the upset. So again, it kind of cycles around. So one, get clear on how you feel and what your boundaries are. And how do you do, how do you get clear on how you feel? Don't wait until some upset is happening and then go, okay, how am I feeling? Periodically throughout the day, just ask yourself, how do I feel? What does it feel like in my body? Because we run on autopilot and we are on the go constantly. And we don't take time to really feel what it's like to be in our body or, or what feelings we actually have. And I think the pandemic 
um, really brought that to the forefront in that we were forced to stop and we were forced to kind of face all of these things bubbling up um, that we have busied ourselves to avoid. And so it was really dis discomforting. Um, we, we experienced a lot of discomfort in that. So spend some time with yourself, um, getting to know how, what you feel and in naming how you feel. How do I feel? Do I feel frustrated? Do I feel disappointed? Do I feel happy? Do I feel, you know, whatever it is. Um, and sometimes we don't have a name for it and that's okay too. Just, just feel it. Just describe it. Just, you know, um, uh, feel it. Just feel it. <laughs> and be clear on your boundary. Rather than telling the children how they're going to feel on this experience, let them know what the expectations are, what their responsibilities are within this experience, and hold them accountable for that. And again, I talked about accountability on another podcast a few podcasts ago, but holding them accountable by helping them see a vision as to how we're going to accomplish that. How are you holding them accountable for their part of the responsibility? Um, because one can't be accountable if they're not clear on what they're responsible for. And so I think that's part of our work here is making, is even being clear as the parent what my responsibility is because my responsibility isn't to make you happy or to set everything up so that there's no upset. Um, so I think that's part of, part of all of our work too. So uh, if you have not registered for the Empowered Parenting Workshop yet, uh, I will. The link is will be in the show notes. Um, you can follow that. Sign up. It's a Saturday. Like I said, if you are not able to come live, then you register so you can get the replay. Um, if you are on the fence at all about. Uh, or if you are thinking at all about joining the behavior beauty and behavior program, now would be a good time to get in because you'll get those two bonuses. All right, everybody, have a great day, a great week, and I hopefully will see you on Saturday. All right, bye, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Beauty and Behavior Podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's show. I'm so very grateful for all of you who are showing up here with me because I believe subtle shifts create big impact. How we show up in our life, in our relationships, or our parenting impact our life, our children's lives, and the world. If you're ready to brave the wilderness of your beautiful soul, live life from the inside out, and create the life you want to live, head over to my website at diansorensen.net and get on my calendar to see if the Beauty and Behavior family is the right fit for you. I got you, and we'll talk again soon.